gentlemen, welcome to Dungeons and Dragnose! New decade, new Dragnose! Or possibly Dungeons, depends what we're gonna get up to today. It's me, Carlisle. We've and, never um, designed a Dungeon or a Dragno. We first day we kind of designed a hamster Dragno. The first episode of this. Yeah, it was yeah. half dragon, yeah. half yeah. hamster. A yeah. dramster. That's what we called it. Isn't yeah, yeah. It? But yeah. it was Toy actually Metu. a gerbil. It was like Toyometu, a... the dramster god of grammar, <laughs> of spelling. Yeah, spelling. And of grammar. spelling. And um, grammar, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's me, Carlisle. I'm joined as ever by by Ross. How you doing, Ross? Hello. And by Christopher, how you doing, Chris? I'm doing wonderful. I've been writing about drugs all day. Um, oh, I love drugs. God, rap I, is evil. I am it's corrupting uh, I the love youth to drugs. take Xanax. <laughs> this is another Skype episode, so we apologize for fluctuating sound quality, probably in the final product. Um, now, I'm very tired. The reason for that is because I'm in a bit of a food coma at the moment, because earlier today I ate an entire loaf of bread in one sitting. Um, (laughs) He actually streamed it it? on Twitch Did you toast it? Did you So I was given the stipulation that I had to dunk Every single slice in honey Okay So That's weird Unaltered sourdough bread Slice by slice Mm. Dunked in honey Mm -hmm. Entire Mm -hmm. loaf It was quite an experience Delicious I'm, I wasn't sick. I live streamed this on Twitch yeah, yeah. from the Dungeons and Dragons yeah. account. Actually, <laughs> um, yeah. it's a good thing I wasn't sick actually, because apparently that's not allowed. <laughs> You're not allowed to be sick on Twitch. Oh god, seems mean because it's not something you often have that much power over, and it's a live platform. Mm. Dude, just don't be sick. Yeah. But I was, I, I was fine in the end. I mean, it's pretty I'm just obvious, in bed man. And done absolutely fucking nothing all day and just sort of <clears throat> let my body resume. Okay, so, so, I, so I have motive, but I really... Sorry, I have method, but I really strongly do not have motive. So like, no I, idea. So He just felt uh, like it. I just did it. <laughs> I said I'd do it, so then I had to do it. I said I'd do it as part of a Christmas event on a Discord server that I run. Uh-huh. Uh, um, we did. We tried to do an advent calendar uh, every yes. day. We give something away, like a game code or something, or a movie of the week choice for the server. And we started running out of ideas. And I said, if you win today's prize, you can choose to either show me mercy or make me eat an entire loaf of bread in one <laughs> sitting, which I will then live stream. <laughs> and um, yeah, obviously anybody given those two options will make me eat the bread, yeah. and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, obviously. Did you so, get, like, uh, a slightly smaller slice to loaf? Or no, it a- was a big fucking loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a big fucking loaf of bread. <laughs> I cut any corners. I would have been tempted um, to get a nice little dome sourdough, maybe. <laughs> I did get sourdough in the end, but it oh, was wow. a full-size loaf of oh, sourdough. Golly. And yeah, the the most the closest thing to cheating I did is towards the end, my mouth was completely oh. robbed of moisture <laughs> to chew with. So I was chewing bread and drinking water at the same time just to have something to chew with in my mouth, which yeah, tasted which gross. Which I assume effectively meant that you were just <laughs> drinking bread. At that point, yes. <laughs> you were I was just drinking you were bread just mulch. drinking bread. For the third and this is fifteen slices of quite thick bread. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. the third and fourth last ones I, I was going quite heavy on the water. 
So yes, Chris. <laughs> surprisingly, well, uh, you can tell me, but I assume for the geniuses behind how many chocolate digestives can you eat, yes. I assume the boys don't know that much about competitive eating. Right, no. I don't know that much. No, there's uh, the I know the, almost nothing. The pinnacle, the very. By the way, this is a podcast where we design things for Dungeons and Dragons. Carry on. The <laughs> continue. The sort of Chris. Mount Olympus of competitive eating is uh, uh, a hot dog eating contest. I think in New York, um, where the the champion can be looking to eat, let's say, fifty or sixty entire hot dogs right. within, wow. I think, an hour. Okay. Um, Maybe it maybe it's Jesus. less than that. I'm not sure. Generally, the problem is how many you can do without vomiting, rather than uh, the time limit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's so usually how those things go. What they do is they remove the sausage from its bread casing, shove that shit in, and then dunk the bread in water so it's wet and goes down a lot easier. It it really helps. Uh, yeah, I can, yeah, I can promise. <laughs> so it, it all looks like a thoroughly disgusting experience. If I'm yeah, honest. that sounds awful. I'm not gonna lie, that sounds truly horrible. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah, we also rank moisturizers on this. Have you got? One? Oh yeah. So okay. So primarily, this podcast is, of course. <laughs> How long have we been recording for? I've been recording About. for nearly 10 minutes. Right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so the usual first uh, segment on this Dungeons & Dragons podcast where we design things to be used for Dungeons & Dragons games uh, is, of course, a moisturizer review. And today's moisturizer is Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. All right. Okay. Can. A can okay. of. A can, a can of. of. I'm not going to pull the whole can of it onto my hands because i think you know most moisturizers come with several uses worth so i assume that this can could provide several uses of uh <clears throat> of moisturizer oh, of course you get some cling film on that you don't want to dry it in moisturizer. yeah of course <laughs> exactly so here, here's i'm gonna roll up my sleeves here this is me drinking some of the coke also <laughs> gross <laughs> So here's a bonus straight away about Coke is that it is an inside of the body moisturizer. Uh, you're not gonna bitch out on us, are you? Just drink. No, 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 no. It's obviously going on my hands, but it doubles up <laughs> as an inside of the body moisturizer. Oh, it requires both. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah. how it works? The moisture kind of finds each other from the other, from yeah, each so side. So you have to drink it, right? Just to get that extra yeah, penetration. Yeah. So anyway, of the here we go. I, I don't know how to capture the sound of me pouring coke onto my hands, but I'm doing it close-ish to my microphone. Uh, yeah, there's coke on my hands. Sick. So everybody, just uh, imagine what that's like. Basically, can you, can you deliver us some moist hand sounds? That is gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what that sounded like because I was right. just basically rubbing my wet, cokey hands on my microphone. So at the end of the episode, we're gonna come back in and see if how moist Ross's hands are feeling and see where Coca-Cola Zero ranks on our currently sixteen 
uh, moisturizers that we've evaluated on this podcast uh, through a rigorous method, Defi- definitive ranking. Oh, there's I don't been think a lot of testing. There's been a lot of testing here. Have you guys got any ideas for things that we could make for Dungeons and Dragons? No. I, cool. <laughs> I I've had a I've had a little thought, uh, but I don't I haven't oh, developed it. So I'd Love like you to. Indeed. I'd like to put it in front of the boys. Okay. All right. I think often to use a a Warhammer analogy. Uh, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaigns are often set more in the Lord of the Rings world than the world of 40k. There's, okay. there's not a lot of future tech around, which means that when you do get those more sci-fi-like quests, it can be difficult to um, sort of square the conventional weapons of D&D with that setting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you're just sort of saying, like, do I have a rapier or do I have a cyber rapier? You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Cyber rapier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, like a lightsaber. I was thinking about this recently because I wanted to be a futuristic bard and there was no real way for me to bring futurist futurism into into it as far as I could tell from my uh, obviously extensive knowledge of um, the bard, bard class. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cuz we know a lot about yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Cuz cuz often you'd you'd grab yourself a little rapier but I want the power of the future. And I don't think there's any any way you can sum up uh, the promise of sort of 80s ambition in, say, Back to the Future or uh, or the Jetsons. That's not from the 80s, but uh, you'll, no, you'll no. take my point nonetheless. It can't be summed Space. up better by any other object than the Kitar. Okay, so we're making mm-hmm. a, a keytar. You're saying that we should create the bard weapon. Keytar. Keytar. And, and and it is a weapon. Yes. Scenario. Okay. I'm so, not sure if it's funnier if it's a sort of crossbow or sort of uh, but it's also spells. It's or also a indeed, musical, genuine musical instrument. Yeah. Or if indeed you just hit people over the head with that shit. <laughs> and it goes plink, plink, plink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. cool. Well, let's figure that out. All right, so what, are we <laughs> calling it a keytar or are we giving it anything more? I think it it should literally just be a keytar. Okay, so version one, yeah. obviously, we yeah. will come back obviously to this. Obviously, we'll come back to this <laughs> eventually. How rare is this keytar? I mean, it's for... It's for kind of sci-fi-esque more yeah i think I, it kind of depends on your setting so like if you're in yeah. a setting in, in a more sci-fi setting that's kind of what it sounds like you're Relatively kind of going for common. here chris is mm. that yeah if you were in a sci-fi setting it'd be more common to find so, a keytar there is very helpfully a varies option on D&D Beyond, yeah. which we apply a lot and shall do again. <laughs> yeah, uh, and here we go again. One more time, boys. And in the future, I think keytars will be like uh, like the rifles that people take home from doing like military service. Like Everyone has one in the home. Everyone has a keytar in the home. Absolutely. That's the world I look forward to being in. Well, here's the thing. Do, do they require any proficiency in keyboard 
affinity enable to be able to use this as an effective weapon? Do they <laughs> shoot lasers of some kind that you need to play a tasty lick in order to get that laser shooting? I mean, yeah, yeah. you have to be proficient with any any weapon and and or instrument, really. So I guess, yeah, yeah. So you, you I need like to be the able idea to play that either it could be used like uh, the music video for "I Believe in a Thing Called Love." Where they all start shooting big purple lasers at the space octopus. I know yes. you know it well. Yeah, um, we do. Or if it's used by, say, your orc friend once you've fallen over, he could just fucking hit someone with it. Yeah. Well, that's the mm. thing. I think mm. so. Often I've had where I've played campaigns. I actually did one with Ross relatively recently. Hell yeah. I think if you use your instrument as a weapon, I tend to apply some damage to the weapon to the instrument and then making a kind of minus one or minus two item but we're saying these are kind of military grade keytars so they're reinforced yeah, so yeah but maybe aren't got... you also saying that it shoots lasers yeah so, so you're probably not going to hit people with it is here's what, what I'm saying. mean it's you can hold it by the by the neck yeah and wail on people like mm. a club with the reinforced side for bludgeoning damage okay so it's a or club Slash slash laser gun slash laser gun. Yeah, perfect. So I'm gonna Keytar. I'm gonna change the name to military grade keytar. <laughs> military grade key. Put it, call it keytar, and then put parentheses military. Right. I think okay. I think that just seems because it's military grade. I don't know, man. So <laughs> you unlike, know? unlike normal keytars, which shoot lasers. Uh, this one is also got a reinforced side so that you can bludgeon people with it without risking damage to the keytar itself. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, very important. Right. And okay. th so this is the <laughs> the keytar. Yeah. So yeah. I'm saying I'm going to put it in the description. Unlike a regular keytar, which will shoot lasers, this keytar has a reinforced side that allows the wielder to use it as a devastating club <laughs> without risking damage to the keytar itself. Now let's get down to the juicy stuff, boys. Let's get down to the numbers, baby. Yeah. It, it says... <laughs> okay, so a required thing for me to put on D&D Beyond where we, put all the, where we make all these is uh, the base weapon. I'm just trying to think, what is this most similar to? Uh, <laughs> this may be more of our own thing. I always love clicking on that because the first option is antimatter rifle, which is always really fun. <laughs> um, I mean, that is kind of what it I is. I mean, it's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. We're shooting lasers, and there's nothing else in here that says laser in it. So, uh, except for laser pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, everybody. We found laser pistol. So, is it close? Do we think it's more similar to an antimatter rifle or a laser pistol? Oh, that's a really tough question. You're asking mm. me there, Carlisle. <laughs> yes, laser it gun. Is. I would have to. I would have to. Assume. I would probably say. See, laser I was feeling pistol, more like... antimatter rifle, but if you guys both think laser, pistol, I was also laser thinking pistol. laser pistol. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so, because I'm not a coward. <laughs> How much damage can you do? using the laser. Well, here's what you do. You do a performance check, as opposed to a dexterity check or anything. Do a cool. performance check to hit. And so you add you your, like, the proficiency in performance bonus yeah, to, to your attack. Nice. Nice. And you beat the armor class 
you get 1d6 laser damage. What kind of damage is... <laughs> what kind of damage do laser pistols do? Piss, fire damage, I guess, piercing, if it hits you with fire. Yeah, fire damage. I'm happy with fire 1D6 damage. 1d6 fire damage. Um, if used as a club... Also fire damage. normally... <laughs> For one D four, I'm gonna say bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Dude, what? That sounds right. I said. Uh, oh. All right, we've we've made what? a keytar. Uh, just see if there's any other information <clears throat> we like, want to Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> sorry. All right. Um, yeah, I think we're basically done with that. So wow. that's good. Wow. That was that was very quick. Anybody else got any more Way ideas? To bash out a crank. <laughs> wank. <laughs> And make sure Way to you use wank that one at out, home, folks. Way to wank out a kidney stone. We're going to wank out a kidney stone live on air. That sounds Follow... like one of the worst things you could do. So find find the Dungeons and Dragons Twitch stream for videos of me eating bread or <laughs> wanking <laughs> out no, 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 a no, kidney no. stone. Carl won't be wanking out a kidney stone. I'll do that live on stream. Okay, there is actually a loophole in the TOS specifically for wanking out a keystone. Like no nudity other than if unless you're uh, if you are wanking out a keystone. Of course, that's just everybody wants to see that. <laughs> it's I just too fascinating. Don't understand. <laughs> so, I asked uh, some people on a uh, Discord server if they had any ideas because they'd watched me eat this bread earlier and they were like, I, I was like, I think you guys understand. I'm not in a very creative mood right now. I'm more of a, <laughs> sleep mood right now so if you guys got any ideas here are some things I said uh, Kevin said uh, Dungeons and Dragons but it's a sex dungeon and the characters are too innocent to realise as the DM slowly reveals it so earlier you said we hadn't ever made a dungeon this would That's be us true. making possibly a dungeon that is specifically a secret sex dungeon wow, that, that is sounds kind of dark though. very intriguing to me um, secret sex Jack. Jack has said a dog who is a pirate. Sure. <laughs> um, a Toby has Sorry, suggested a, dog a that crossover. Is also a, pirate. a dog that is a pirate. Okay. Toby has suggested a crossover with my Busted podcast where we make the members of Busted into D&D characters and all monsters. <laughs> See, I think it's high time we made our first Dungan. You think you want to make a Dungan? Mm. Alright, so... God, how are we going to do this? We're going to have to plan out a layout. We have to make like a flowchart of this dungeon. Okay. So are we going to make like a mini campaign, basically? Here? We're making like a we're making adventure. a dungeon. We're making the setting. Yeah, yeah. We're making one of the rooms. So we're going to plan the weird scroll, the weird sprawling hallways that it would have. <laughs> and yeah. so this is a this is a dungeon's first. Yeah. Okay. Cool. After two years or something like that. By the way, 2019, we got nearly a thousand streams. That's pretty fucking cool. Good effort, lads. Thanks for listening, everyone, guys. Thanks um, for everyone at home. Uh, uh, yeah, so so are we going with the sex dungeon thing? And uh, considering what? we took five months out, yeah, that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> that's all right. I'm not gonna we, lie. we released nine episodes, so nearly a thousand on nine episodes isn't isn't bad. That's very good. good. Yeah, very good. Okay. Um, um, okay. So I guess we're making a dungeon, which is a sex dungeon. I think the sex dungeon thing allows us to bring in some interesting enemies. 
It's oh. interesting. So are we going to make some sex enemies? Like things that are like, oh, man, this I didn't realize that dildo was sentient. Hey, uh, <laughs> what about Jash the Gashmaster? Jash the Gashmaster. So there is an existing character that me and Ross created before we did this podcast, which kind of made us realize this podcast might be a fun thing to do, who is an amorphous kind of porn star called Jash the Gashmaster. Um, he's too friendly to be a enemy though mm. i was thinking he's more of a like you know when you uh you know in the the rayman games and the legend of zelda games when mm-hmm. you you would run up around to a certain bit and then you're about to go into a place and then the little flying thing comes up to you and then it's like hey man here's some important useful advice uh, yeah. I think that's what Jash the Gashmaster sh- should be in this sex dungeon, where he like, he like isn't he isn't like uh, anything. He's just like a micro version of him, where he's like a tiny little f- fairy. So it's uh, like that. a that's like a projection yeah. AI hologram. Yeah, that kind of, of thing. Jash the Gashmaster. Yeah, who is kind of like a weird. So it's it's almost like a series of sexual puzzle rooms. Yeah, that yeah. Jash and the Gashmaster yeah. is With kind of. And how kind of the Gashmaster just going? Hey, 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 you! <laughs> hey, listen. He's listen. like really sexual usually, hey, but that's you, a huge you know. Cock. But you know, you could probably just play that oh. down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right, that so, is a huge cock, though. So I'm just going <laughs> to open up a mind map on my computer. Wow, <laughs> we're getting conceptual. This is this is a complete first for Dungeons and Dragons. So I don't really know what to do. I've also downloaded and I'm setting up Dungeonographer in case I want to draw out this dungeon. I love drawing. I also That's a complete lie. Don't like drawing very much. I really, uh, really don't like it. I'm very bad. At <laughs> it. I'm really bad at it, and. Uh, it's just so dissatisfying for me mm. because I'm bad at it and I don't want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So. Good to know. Alright, so. Okay. Stop so, trying to force me to learn right. how to draw. Alright, so here we go. So. You guys are always on my ass about you this. You enter the dungeon. What's the first thing you see? Is Jash this going to be. The Gash Masters entire penis okay room one so josh the gash master is wearing like not he's not wearing assless chaps not just ass he's wearing crotchless he's got he's got (laughs) chaps on which are assless and crotchless how do they stay up they're just legs it's basically it's a belt It's a belt with, like, two bits of thread on yeah, either side yeah. connected to trouser legs. Yeah, yeah. Basically, right. that's what it is. Okay. His cock's out. So, Jash... A projection of Jash... And if... The Gash Masters... Of Gash Gash Master greets the uh, players. The projection is wearing assless and crotchless chaps. <laughs> So we we need to come up with a sex puzzle for the first for the first room. Here's what we can do: there could be like a, a series of puzzle. There could be like a series of questions or something, and he won't tell you if you got them right. But then you'll be like given two options to go down, so it'll be two 
rooms to go down yeah and if you like go down the wrong corridor you'll be met with either grisly death or a hard enemy that you could fight mm-hmm. or you carry on to the next room so what's the incentive to do this what's what's the final reward for this um okay a plus so, two dildo or something um it's it's the giant purple dildo slash baseball bat from saints row 4 from saints row 4 i was uh, thinking a uh a big uh oh sorry i meant to say legally distinct from that though <laughs> a big uh a big flare um but it's just like the one you would use in a bedroom but for some reason it does incredible amounts of damage <laughs> so far reward is so a it's, plus it's a it's a six it's a plus six <laughs> kinky whip, whip. Plus six kinky whip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, perfect. It's a plus six kinky whip. This would be a good time to use as well. We on one episode we created a entire school of sex spells, and we made four or five of these spells. Mm. Um, So just have a look at some of these. Some of these may, I think, maybe some of these challenges will require these spells. You need a sex speller around. (laughs) We should probably come up with a better name for someone who studies sex spells what, what would that be uh <laughs> a so warcock just... <laughs> all right so you need a trained warcock <laughs> on your party <laughs> that is perfect so if if you don't have one dms out there i guess you just give the players an npc yeah, create an npc warcock unless you've not got <laughs> someone on your side um so i'm just gonna say again I think the spells we that we've got in the case they come to spells mind. Uh, a a name like the school of sex spells a name so i guess it would be uh that omancer or something <laughs> <laughs> but i can't uh, remember what it was we well, here, it. here are some of the spells we made uh come duration oh, uh, yeah. which you can make somebody come uh fl- flaccid flail is that from no that's a weapon oh no it's a spell that makes weapons floppy nice We've done so much dumb shit. <laughs> Kink in your armor. <laughs> Using the sex energy of a... And I don't know what it says because there's... It's censored. <laughs> D&D Beyond censored it. I believe it was dildo. You transfer said energy to an otherwise unsexy object and the target of the spell is obsessed with boning it. They must have a second level spell slot roll. A wisdom saving throw of 15. The spell lasts for three rounds at a second level spell slot with each spell slowing... With each spell slot increase, add one round to duration and add two to the required it's pretty wisdom powerful, saving actually. throw. It is. So that's one of the spells... Uh, that we made as well. We also got <laughs> Luby Dooby Doo, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> which just conjures lube. Okay, uh, so which I you think... have to say, you have to either say Luby Dooby Doo, where are you, as a vocal component, or eat a luby snack. Okay, that's what we had written down. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Okay, so basically, yeah, you need a sexomancer or a, a, war, a war or a warcock or a, you know something like that. You know, come up with your own sex-related pun. The Barry blackout dims and the just lights. Say, and any just Barry say White that song they can plays. cast the spells that are needed for these things. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, uh, I think that's all of them. Yeah, that's all of them. So those are the sex spells we made. Okay, so, yeah. cool. So some of those will be needed throughout the dungeon. Mm. Okay, so I guess the first room you're in, right? 
the guy, the the guy, Jash the Gash Master, Jash the appears, and he's a little. Uh, just imagine that little shiny thing from fucking Legend of Zelda. I'm. I don't fucking know what it's called. This is maybe the most reliant on other media of an episode of this that we've ever done. Everything we're saying, you know, like the yeah. thing from this and from that and from that. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know, those things. Anyway, so <laughs> it's going to be that. And he uh, uh, and he's going to say uh, something. I'm going to write really, that down. Really important. <laughs> he he's going to say something really something important to all of the people. Really in the room. important. Uh, so what's the kind of puzzle or task they might have to do here okay let's, here's let's first here's a nice kind of typical task and then make it sexy okay here's here's a nice simple kind of puzzle that i that i've seen before but we're gonna we can make it sexy uh so Sudoku. so Sorry, I just... Uh, <laughs> I'm just making myself... Just wasn't, I just, just wasn't like, Because I don't know anything about, like, puzzles and dungeons yeah. and things. So I'm just trying to think of any puzzles that I know. It's just like, I'm an, I'm, a, I'm an amazing porn star that set up this horrible dungeon. Complete this Sudoku. <laughs> but all of the numbers are six and nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's basically it's a puzzle that I've stolen from Minecraft. All right. So mm. it's it's a levers related thing. Okay. So so basically in, in Minecraft you can set it up so if you have a lever up or down it can do a different thing with circuits and shit. So basically that's what I'm saying we're going to do except it's uh it's going to be uh dildos and holes <laughs> in the wall. Cool. So basically, there's going to be a set order. So there's going to be four holes in the wall, and four there dildos four in front holes. of the holes. And then there's going to be, a, and then dildos. the order of them is going to be, uh, uh, yeah, a set thing. <laughs> okay. So is there some sort of uh, riddle or something that denotes how many, how many holes you need to fill? Yeah, so there'll be so there'll be like a a table in the middle of the room with a carving on it, which will say. Hang on, let me think of a let me think of a thing. Um, okay, oh here we go. We've really cut our work out for us this time. Yeah, sorry, this we, could take a while because I'm I'm like this. trying to come up with like a a sex riddle, a sexual <laughs> riddle with mm. numbers or something. So above the holes, <laughs> which are Clearly vaginas. Uh-huh. Clearly vaginas. And okay. the, the dildos are vaginas. stone dildos. And they're lying on the stone table, dildos. right, by this uh -huh. carving, which says things, which I'm trying to figure out right now. So is, is it about the order they put the dildos in, or is it about how many there are, or are, they, are the stone dildos different colors, or does that matter? No, so the the holes just have one, two, three, and four above them in order. One, two, three, four, okay. like that. So that's what we're going with. So one, two, three, and four. Are you just Googling the riddle? No, 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 no. I'm making up a riddle. Okay. Uh, it's not very good. Hang on, wait. That's fine. <laughs> so the riddle is... Wait, we can't put the riddle on here. 
what? Because <laughs> then people will know what the answer to the riddle is. <laughs> people, yeah, no, people <laughs> listening to the podcast want to know how it all works, I think. So we will have to tell them. Oh, but it's God. okay. Unless okay. we, if we ever use this, I doubt it will be with anybody who listens to this podcast, so it'll be fine. If anybody ever uses this, um, they'll be one of the few people that didn't stop listening to this podcast after this episode, so. <laughs> <laughs> What do you got? I'm I'm just really struggling with this. I'm trying to I'm trying to get my dick out. Okay, so okay. it's just not working. Well, while you work on that, me and Chris will talk yeah. about what, what, what are your <laughs> New Year's resolutions, Carl? <laughs> uh, get a job, eat less sugar. Um, nice. But uh, what I was going to say is, we're going to talk about whatever whatever the punishment will be if they get this riddle wrong. Mm. So what kind of monsters could we spawn? What would we expect to happen? Cool, 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 cool. I'm thinking um, sex goblins. <laughs> Do we need to make sex goblins? Carl, everyone to... knows what sex goblins are. All right. If you get it wrong, colon, sex goblins. I think that says everything it needs to say. I've just, uh, I've just, uh, I've just Googled sex goblin. It has an open, open dictionary definition. All um, right, hit us up. Surprising your other half by hiding behind an obstacle only to jump out from behind it, revealing you are completely naked, shouting the phrase sex goblin. Intercourse guaranteed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, what if this was a fun thing? There's four dildos. There's four holes. You have to plug all the holes, mm. but um, one of them has to be with uh, one of guys. your penises. Guys, I need to take you through the Google results for Sex Goblin, because they all are right. interesting. This is clearly not going to be one of our finer episodes. <laughs> uh, below, uh, below Sex Goblin on Urban Dictionary, there's Cum Goblin. Uh, All right. But I just want to move on from that because the 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 fifth search result down is the Sex Goblin Slave Audible Audio Edition. Looking at these results after the first one. Oh God, I don't know <laughs> if I want to say this next one. Well, now you have to. Oh, Zelda's rough sex with goblins. Pornhub.com. Hell yeah. Oh right. God. Let's, did you hear my idea, guys? All right, guys, check in. Okay. Okay. okay, so it starts off really good. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> and then it just is very bad after that. <laughs> so basically, the code is 3241. So you have to put any of the four dildos in the third hole, then the second hole, then the fourth one, then the first one. Cool. Right? Okay. That, so that's the answer. So on the table, it says, Menage à toi. Or folly à deux. <laughs> capture <laughs> is imminent. The last one. <laughs> <laughs> Except capture, the, the A is a four. <laughs> so it looks like an A. <laughs> and well, then... That's, that's perfect. And then one on the last line is all caps. <laughs> Did you get the four? Folly ado. Yeah. Cat C4 Yeah. Is imminent. 
the last one. Yeah. <laughs> cool, that's perfect. So if you get that right, you get to move on to the second room. If you get it wrong, you are attacked by sex goblins and you have to try again or die. Uh, so oh, what's fucking literally just die? Well, we we managed to crank out room one at record speed. So what do we got for, <laughs> for room two? Room two is the exact same puzzle, <laughs> <laughs> but the the lines are just the, the lines are just in the, the last order. Folly at two, capture is imminent. Menage a trois. The last one. <laughs> it's the last first. One. Um. Okay, what if what if the next one's not that sexy? He's just like, oh, I want to open this door, but the gears are rusted shut. Oh, what if I had some sort of lubricant? <laughs> 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 Which would thus require the character's warcock war to use Luby Dooby Doo. Mm. Ooh, but then what if once you use Luby Dooby Doo, it starts a timer on something? Okay. So it's like the um what if it's like a a, a, a Skyrim esque lockpick thing. How? So so you have to lube it up first and uh-huh. then you have to put all the gears in the right place basically. Okay. How can we make that more sexy? Uh it's dicks and vaginas again. All the gears are somehow all the teeth on the gears are just little penises. Yeah, little I guess. penises. <laughs> okay. <laughs> put, put the gears in the right place before it's just time like subtle up. things it's not like by obviously, the way the gears the teeth it's not like anything penises. is obviously a sex dungeon it's just that everything is kind of sex themed so it feels like if you go through any one of the doors yeah, room, room you go through any door you go through one really of the other doors it's just like oh yeah it's really things. really really obviously like just gimp suits everywhere <laughs> sex swings but some of the rooms are just like you know casual what? chill out rooms what happens <laughs> <laughs> What happens if time Nobody runs wants out? to be fucking all the time. <laughs> R- right? Nobody. What? Nobody. Nobody. What wants happens that. if time runs out in room two? You fucking die. Um, what kills you though? What sexually charged thing kills you? Uh sexual tension kills you. So in in the wilds of D and D, you might be attacked by, say, wolves or or bears. Um, in this dungeon, they have exactly the same stats, but they're furries. <laughs> so it's just we, like... we already did being attacked by a sexual creature. In the... I'd, I'd like it if it was more kind of Indiana Jones-esque, like okay. kind of rolling boulder, falling statue, something like that. Okay. Darts. Uh, what if there were darts, darts with like a super powerful... You get attacked by Michael Van Gerwen. I don't know what you're saying. Oh... He's the best professional darts player. I'm sure he is. You know that guy from Brazzers who does the porn? Um, The one guy from Brazzers that does the porn? Yes. Let me me Google that. Okay, so he's in the next room. (laughs) Brazzers porn guy. (laughs) No, no, no. uh, The full quote, the one guy from Brazzers that does porn. (laughs) Anyway, he's in the next room. Okay, so we can select from uh, Jordi El Nino. No, uh, it's not Danny him. Danny D. No. Manuel Ferrara. No. Oliver Flynn. No. Scott Nails. 
Xander Corvus. <laughs> Wait, no, Steve it, was, it was that one. Scott Nails. Scott Scott Nails. <laughs> Scott Nails. Yeah, him. Oh, he's he's horrible name. Uh, he's in the next it's room. A horrible portrait. He's in the next room anyway. All right, so room three will feature Scott Nails. Yeah, so he's sitting on the floor in the next room. <laughs> Real porn star Scott Nails is yeah. in this room. All right, so we need to fi- finish figuring out what happens in room two if you fail. Mm. I like maybe. What if there are darts that shoot you and they have a really powerful Hang on, aphrodisiac? Wait. Is room two just the same just as room focus? one, but the words are in a different order? No, room two is the gears thing. You oh, need okay, to lube good. up the gears. Which starts up a timer, and then you need to put them in the right order. Okay, and how long time? How long time? (laughs) (laughs) Um, How long time, Carla? I don't know. It goes how hard we want to make it. How How long time? Is it just a like? (laughs) Is it just a like? Uh, intelligence check. You have to be 18. You have to just keep trying to be 18 within. Um, you have like 10 seconds to do that or something. Yeah. Like 10 real life seconds? Yeah. Okay. Within 10 real seconds, you Hi have everyone. to hit 18 or above on intelligence. Yes, Christopher, what have you found while Hi, searching porn stars and are laughing at? Uh, Scott Nails starred in a uh, casino-themed pornography called Poke Her Face. <laughs> 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 Very good. This is this That's is good real shit. good information. <laughs> yeah, we're learning. We're learning. We're learning today. There's nothing we want to do on this podcast more than teach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Room room two. So, so uh, we need a punishment. So the darts give you shoot you with a powerful aphrodisiac. Yeah. The that just but then what, how does that you affect you you just to, can't focus on it so now you're disadvantaged yeah now you're just like attempts. now you just need to have sex like your primary focus now is fucking yeah. if you mm. fail darts shoot from the walls making containing the most powerful possible aphrodisiac dc 20 are... wisdom saving throw <laughs> to resist it <laughs> I feel like it should be a deck saving throw to dodge the arrow, the darts and then a wisdom saving throw when okay. it hits you. So, yeah. so yeah, to dodge the darts, you can yeah, yeah. dodge. But the I was darts assuming we were just fucking filling the room a, with darts and just yeah, basically. DC twenty dex throw. If hit, you can make a DC twenty whiz saving throw. Um. So when you're affected, you are disadvantaged on all int rolls, on all int and whiz rolls, mm. um, which Let. will make completing this more difficult. <laughs> all right, so you're in room three. Now we've been left with the hanging thread of room three containing real porn star Scott Nails. <laughs> Ross, did you have any more of an idea when you specified that Scott Nails, the one guy from Brazzers who does the porn, had to be in this room? Yeah, okay, so in the center of the room, mm-hmm. Scott Nails is sitting on a chair, and uh, next to him is a saw. <laughs> We're just doing saw, but it's with Scott Nails, and that's how it's sexy. No, no. Okay. Next one was a saw. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so Chris, what are you gonna stop do? Stop looking at smut. 
It's so good. <laughs> just Are you just watching porn. Poker Face now? No, no, I'm I'm looking through different titles. There's a game show themed one called Countdown to Cock. <laughs> nice. I quite like Countdown though. So actually, could you send me the link for that one? Uh, I just pop it banker? over on Facebook. Oh, send me that as well. Okay. Thanks, uh, man. Ross, what else happens with this sword? I'm now? sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was going to make a joke about the whole, uh... Oh, yeah, you walk, you're in a room and there's no exits or anything. But there's a table. Oh, I saw the table. So I saw the table in half. Right. And then I put the table back together, so now it's whole and I climb out through the hole. So you saw Scott Nails in half. <laughs> And then you put him back together so that he's whole, and then the door opens. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, boys, for supporting me. You saw Scott nails in half, and then put those back together, and he is whole, and you climb through the hole to the final reward, which... <laughs> is a plus six kinky whip. Right, I think we're not going to get anything of higher quality out of this <laughs> venture. Uh, so, that's that. You're How welcome, long have we been recording Kevin. for? <laughs> Kevin, great idea. Minutes. I think we nailed it. <laughs> I think we did, yeah. <laughs> so, this is maybe the worst episode of this I've done. What are you talking about? Literally been looking at porn. That's most of this episode. <laughs> yeah, Chris has been looking at porn, but me and you have been I designing can't... stuff. <laughs> Room three is just that real you use to annoy children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, cool. Well, let's check it. Ross, how moisturized are your hands feeling after that Coke Zero treatment, uh, both inside hands. and outside? Actually, genuinely, I'm shocked. I thought they'd be really sticky, but I think I too it's Coke that. Zero. Right. I think it's not sugar, so maybe it just wasn't wasn't as sticky because it's Coke that is Zero. That's very interesting. Uh, so anyway, my hands are actually feeling pretty good, to be honest. Right. So they actually better- feel pretty nice. So uh, I don't know. Where's the rankings? Where, what's let's let's see. What's at number five? Number five is mildly blackcurrant squash flavored cactus food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What's just above that? Tap water. Okay. What's just above that? Lube. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go ahead and put it just below lube. Okay. So it's now in number four. Yeah. The new lube. Well, to to be clear, I'm not suggesting you should use Coca-Cola Zero as sexual lubricant. No, I don't think that it would work well as sexual lubricant. <laughs> so we now have 16 things. Uh, we've broken into the top five again. That's not happened for a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but no, but this is good. I'm shocked. Yeah, and to, you get a tasty, tasty drink. To remind Ooh. people, Bubbles is our number one moisturizer at the moment. Nivea Creme is our number two moisturizer. Uh, lube is number three. Now at number four is Coca-Cola Zero, and below that is tap water. That's our top five. Primarily because of the bubbles, though, mm. that you can make with bubble soap. It's just fun. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's fun. It's just about the fun, really. So my hands you won't notice also... that you were less moisturized because you're just having so much fun. Yeah, but I was moisturized by the soap. I was moisturized by the right. soap. 
Of course. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Duncan's and Dragnos. If you've got any ideas, please send them in. <laughs> Uh, what do you mean? Email dungansanddragnos at gmail.com or tweet us at Dragnos Podcast or you can find us on Facebook at Dragnos Podcast. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you want to see the rest of the moisturizer list, it's in our Twitter bio. Oh, yeah. Um, Carl, let me know when uh, you're going to end because I wrote us a little theme song. You've written a theme song for Dungans and Dragnos? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was thinking of ending there once everybody says bye bye. Okay. So I'm going to say bye-bye. Okay. Can you just remind me of that thing that you said just a few seconds before I said about the theme song? I... Bye? (laughs) Yeah. See you, everybody. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye. And it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. It's a goodbye. It is a good... Goodbye. Goodbye. Do you have a theme song? Yeah. Wait. Play it. <laughs> that was it. Did you guys not hear it? No, I got it. I got it. It goes. Yeah. I didn't hear it. So no one told you life was gonna be Dungans and Dragnos. Yeah. That was it. Thank you. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>